0: Flat Earth Man, I love it. <laughs> Hello. And welcome to the Zero Stars podcast, a podcast about Marvel movies, and I'm going to say video games. Yeah, I'd like to talk about video games at the end of this three-hour podcast. Heck yeah, man. I can't wait for the people who stick around to be angry at what we say. (laughs) Uh, To get there all the quicker, though, I think it's time to talk about a Marvel movie. Yes, um, this week we watched... Uh,
1: This week, I mean this month We watched Marvel's Avengers Colon Infinity War uh, Directed by Anthony and Joe Russo Our favorites We love the Russo bros And it was written by uh, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely Who also wrote uh, Captain America The First Avenger Thor The Dark World A classic in our book Hey, I was going to say, a real banger there Uh, The Winter Soldier, of course And they also wrote all the Narnia
0: movies You know, I only saw The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe But I remember thinking it was quite good. I remember that, too. I don't think I ever saw it. No, I think I did see
1: one of them. I was really hungover after some wedding.
0: They went up to Prince Caspian.
1: Yeah. No, I think they went beyond.
0: Did they not get to the Silver Door or whatever that is? Silver Chair? Silver Chair. Silver Door is a band, isn't it? Silver Chair is a band. What's Silver Door? Is it my new band? It's your new band. (laughs) (laughs) I think Silver Chair was like young children. I think it was like a harder Hanson.
1: But I could be wrong. I feel like it was pretty hard. My memory of Silver Chair is that like my bright eyes, accustomed ears could not handle it. It's too raw. Bright has released a new album. Yeah, yeah.
0: I saw that. We're already off track.
1: <laughs> I didn't listen to it, so we're not gonna go too far off the rails. There's a, a lot of Marvel Marvel tie-ins in there. Weird. Um so yeah, this is we're in good hands going to this oh, movie. Oh, you we know were ex- you are. We were excited for this movie.
0: I was excited for this yeah. movie.
1: And it immediately kicks things off. Pretty strong. I oh, would say. dude, this
0: is this movie. Many highs. Yes, I'll say out of the gate, and uh, and,
1: and then one particular low. <laughs> one
0: particular <laughs> low, but a particular low with some saving graces.
1: Yes, with one saving <laughs> grace that I can think of. I'm curious to know what your other graces are. <laughs> All right, how many graces can
0: there be? We start in space. Yes, uh, if a we starship. recall. Well, if we recall, the end of uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah which we did not particularly enjoy, but the end is critical because it puts Thor in space with all of the Asgardians who have escaped from Asgard. They're off to Earth. To and make, the Hulk. And the Hulk. The Hulk. To, yeah. uh, they're trying to make a new life on Earth. Yeah. Earth is Asgard 2.0. We already knew that. I think they're just going to go to Norway. I hope so. They're on their way. Uh, but we start this kind of meteor res. That ship has been destroyed by Thanos. Who's like hulking around the interior ship?
1: Everything's on fire. People are either dead or dying or unconscious.
0: Yeah, everything is bad. Th- Thanos has this like lesser wizard demon man, bro. These
1: are there's a name for them, and they're they've got a name, and I can't remember what it is. The I don't Warriors,
0: uh, the <laughs> other Warriors Three,
1: Carrie Coon in the Warriors Three.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that one is played, one by, is Carrie played by Carrie Coon. <laughs> Which is hilarious. I know. I I really like her.
1: I hope that she got like a million dollars for doing that. Oh, you have listed their names (laughs) in this Um, recap you wrote up. So these are uh, the mini bosses. There's Ebony Maw, Cull Obsidian, Proxima Midnight, and Corvus Glaive. Dude, Uh these are all metal bands. They're all metal (laughs) bands. Each (laughs) unto themselves. But like, so here's the thing is that I was going through them. I was like, okay, there's a a theme of like dark colors, like black like colors uh in here. And then I got to Corvus Glaive and I was like. And knives. (laughs) No, Corvus is. Uh, It's a bird, right? It's a, it's the like. It's got to do with crows. It's like the yeah. the genus or something for crows. Well,
0: and then a glaive is a blade of some sort. I believe that makes sense. So yeah, this is sweet. some D and D stuff. Raven right there. blade, also a pretty good name for a band. Yeah, that's actually really. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, we should maybe. It's also
1: a really good name for
0: a sword in D and D. Yeah, which I will be working into a campaign <laughs> shortly. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, but so our heroes, which in this case is, Whore? Uh, whore. whore. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, the love child of, <laughs> of Thor, Thor and, and Thor. Hulk. Um Thor, Hulk, and uh the Heim- trickster god Loki. Also Heimdale. And Heimdale. Idris Elbow. These, Elba these of are the, the sword. These are
1: the names that are on that ship, alongside uh Knife Man, who we probably will never see again, and
0: uh oh, and, yeah, Rock dude. and Rock Dude
1: and Rockman. I <laughs>
0: Hadn't really considered
1: that. Yeah, no, I tried not to do... I didn't mention it when we were watching just because I didn't want you to get upset.
0: All right, so they're on the ship. Thanos is, like, taking control of the ship. And he's looking for a stone. He he wants an Infinity Stone. He
1: he wants the Infinity Stone. Specifically, I believe it is... um, I'm blanking on which stone it is. It's the blue one. The Space Stone. He's looking for the Space Stone. Because
0: that's the one that, like, Loki and Thor have.
1: Exists in the Tesseract. Yep. So... um, The Hulk comes in and tries to, like, attack Thanos, and Thanos just, like,
0: hands the hulk his own ass and so we realize that thanos is very powerful yeah he already has the power stone which is key to how he's able to do that that's true that is uh, also the stone that ganon has and zelda is always the power part of the triforce all of these things makes basically the same story yeah,
1: this, uh, joseph campbell has something to say about this yeah so okay so thor gets his ass handed to him and the hulk
0: gets his ass handed yes. to him
1: thor has also previously gotten his ass handed to him because thor we don't see immediately he's been like knocked he's, out like bound um and loki Loki comes in, but I think that the first thing that happens is that, that, like, um, Heimdall, like, self-revives and uh, gets up and, like, is going to attack Thanos, and then, like, he instead just, like, activates the Bifrost and sends the Hulk to Earth. Yeah. But he does not get Loki and Thor in the Bifrost, and then Thanos, like, kills Heimdall. Yes. Idris Idris Elba dead. Also... The other day on Instagram, Patty Smith uh, posted a picture of Idris Elba because it was his birthday and she really likes him. And at the end of her post, talking about how much she likes Idris Elba, she wrote, I would wash his socks.
0: Okay. <laughs> I love Patty Smith. <laughs> that's, I mean, I never really considered that as a way to indicate how much I care for somebody. But I mean, when you think about it, strange poetry too. I it. would
1: not want to wash somebody else's socks. I if might I wash if Idris Elba's like, socks. I mean, yeah, his, but like. <laughs> Not most people. Not most people, no.
0: Um, Loki tries to stab Thanos in a subterfugal way. Yeah, he
1: like, tries to pull his, own, his old trick thing he's where like, he's like, he pre- he, like fealty to Thanos, and then he's like, aha, I got you, but Thanos you. stops him. Yeah. Thanos
0: kills him, in fact, yes. in
1: front of Thor. Yeah, Thanos gets the stone, um, and he blows up the ship. Thor is like very upset because his brother is dead, and the ship just explodes and Thanos gets out of there. We don't know what happens to Thor. I think that we are led to believe that Thor is
0: dead. Well, or at least floating in space. I believe believe it prompted me to go. Yeah, is Thor immortal? And you said I don't know. And then we were in New York City.
1: Yes. Cut to New York. The Hulk plummets via the Rainbow Road into New York City and into the
0: Sanctum Sanctorum of Stephen Strange. Yes, where Doctor Strange likes to hang out and protect the Earth. And he turns back into Banner at this point. I'm not exactly sure why.
1: I think it's so. I there's this whole. thing that goes on where throughout this movie Banner can't quite get himself to go back into becoming yeah, Hulk he's, and it's he, because he needs was, a Viagra there is an ED joke that I, that they are better than us and they don't make it <laughs> to but, their credit <laughs> but um, it's I think it's the idea that Thanos is able to beat the Hulk makes the Hulk feel as though he has he isn't he like it makes him go he's emasculated he is emasculated it is what we wanted to happen to Thor's hammer to do to Thor but like yeah um, because all of these men just have like penis items that they use to make themselves powerful
0: you want to expound on that
1: yeah cap, cap shield <laughs> iron man suit he doesn't have the shield for some of this but anyways well um so <laughs> i think that this is a useful time though that, so yeah uh, hulk comes in and he's like thanos is coming title card
0: yes and um, uh pretty good title card we incidentally. should incidentally
1: Very good title card. We should kind of recap things because it's been a while since we've been with the Avengers, and the Hulk wasn't there for the most recent conflict, which was Civil War. Which again, a plus. Um, So Cap and Iron Man split the Avengers teams on uh, under Cap's side. You had Birdman, Sam, Wanda, who's the Scarlet Witch, uh, Hawkeye, and Ant Man. Under Tony, you had Rhodey, Natasha, T'Challa, Spidey, and Vision. So then they like had a battle at the airport. And Natasha then allowed uh, Cap and Birdman Sam to escape, right? And then she kind of disappeared. And I believe that the period of her disappearance is actually going to be what her I movie see. covers. Uh, and then Cap later broke the sympathizers out of prison. So you have like these these kind of like two parts, and that's going to be important because we know that Tony and Cap are not speaking, but there is a love affair that we will be visiting shortly. That is also key to this. Yes. Okay. Um, but Stephen uh, Benedict Wong. And uh and Hulk are like, we gotta find Tony. We're in New York. He likes hanging out here. Uh so they find Tony in like he's Central in Park. In Central Park walking yeah. around with, with Pepper.
0: Pepper and she he's wearing a it's like he's re implanted the thing. I did his not his fully chest. understand this. Well they, they kind of like talk about it briefly, but he's wearing the world's ugliest tracksuit. True to Tony Stark. Oh my God. That thing is hilariously terrible. And we will learn why, but he's also got the glowing like arc reactor in his chest. And she's like, why are you doing that? And he's like, this is security for us uh, because Tony Stark under you know, we were meant to think at the end of Iron Man three that he was over it. <laughs> yeah. And then progressively it has been, he's not he's so not, over he's it. He's not over it. Uh, but like
1: in Spider-Man, they get engaged or married, right? They get engaged. They get engaged, Spider-Man. and now they are talking about having kids. Yes. Uh, excellent timing, because <laughs> Stephen Strange just, like, pops out of a portal with uh, Bruce Banner, um, and they're like, hey, we've got an issue. Yeah.
0: They have a great sequence of, like, everybody kind of sort of getting to know each other. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Good banter. You like all these characters again. Iron,
1: Man, Iron Man, or Tony and Stephen are great, because they are the same character,
0: but, like, one Different of them is a wizard yeah. and one of them is a scientist, yeah. and there's there's something fun there. Um, they have similar facial hair. <laughs> uh, at this point, like they're kind of having this debate about like what are we going to do, and, and
1: Tony reveals that he has a cell phone.
0: Yes, he has a flip phone that like allows him to call Captain America. I don't understand why he needs an old phone to be able to call Cap.
1: I think that Captain America refuses to use. Uh, but you can iPhones, call any phone from any phone.
0: You can call any phone with any phone. It's the only one that has I didn't another. understand it.
1: It doesn't. No, it's, it's just it's just like a neat little thing that they were like, "This is fine." It
0: Doesn't make any sense. Okay, he should have pulled out like a rotary phone <laughs> if we really wanted to get the whole. Well, then, thing then you can down. punch people with it. That's yeah. always the cool thing that you do in those movies. All right. So at this point, these discussions are interrupted because the dark D and D villain wizard allies of thanos yes. appear in new york city Spe- and start warping reality
1: specifically ebony maw and cull obsidian arrive on earth in this big ship um and they're here for the time stone which we know that dr strange
0: has yeah that's the the thing he wears around his neck that allows him to manipulate yeah time excellent which he probably should do more in this movie but well the rules are the rules the are, rules are weird it, yeah he is so ridiculously powerful at this point that it's like
1: I've always had mixed feelings about um Doctor Who, but I do love the way in which that show just like kind of writes off any of its time travel stuff as being like it's just weird. Like it just don't even don't even try. This
0: definitely like, has a bit of that.
1: Yeah. Um. So anyway, they rush out into the street. They see the spaceship coming. People are running. People are scared. Uh, Tony is about to have a panic attack because it's just like when the aliens invaded last time, which was bad. But then he pulls the strings on his tracksuit like a kid who is pulling their hood all the yep. way. <laughs> yes. In, like on their hoodie sweatshirt, and he the, just
0: like is like I'm not here anymore. And it turns into an Iron Man suit. And I will say. I see why they need him to be able to have this suit that is made of nano machines and thus can like turn into basically anything. It's like a liquid Iron Man suit. Mm-hmm. I see why thematically you're like the things that Tony Stark needs to do in this movie require him to have this totally insane suit, but it is like my least favorite parts. Of the Iron Man suit, because I want yes. the Iron Man suit to be heavy and like this physical chunk, object. Chunk. Yeah, yeah, it just like is hitting each part well, of him. And has, you can see yeah, how it like upsets to, like, his deal body. Deal with it. Like I, I like the idea that it's like a burdensome thing for Tony to get in and out of the suit. Sort of. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: I mean that that movie is long past us. Unfortunately, I know.
0: Well, and, like it wouldn't make any sense for things that happen later in this if it couldn't like heal itself and stuff. But totally.
1: And I think that like in addition, we I think that like this is also a reminder that like what twenty years have passed in the world like oh my god it's it's significant you make that's a very good point yeah and that's like time has passed like because i think that like between even if it's just like a year or two between like events in the film sometimes it can be like as much as four
0: years have actually passed yeah it's been a while since civil war at this point probably yeah everybody grew beards so it's a couple months at least (laughs) (laughs) full beards (laughs) full beards like six thick beards
1: two c's um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so anyway, uh, everybody everybody is like, oh, shit's going down. And meanwhile, on a bus in Queens, and I believe that it is Queens because I believe
0: Spider-Man lives in Queens and goes to school. In Queens. I, I appreciate your attention to needless details.
1: I collected Spider-Man comics for at least two years of my life. And I all four series that were running Amazing Spectacular, Plain Old Peter Parker, Colin Spider Man.
0: Plain Spider Man. And then
1: Sensational, which was a really short run series. I think that stopped only after like eighty issues or something like that. Eighty issues? Yeah, then they picked it back up. These things would like go in volumes. So you'd mm. get like Oh, and then you get like the big binding, the big book. Well you get no, you get like like volume one of uh, Amazing Spider Man ran for five hundred issues, mm. which is I think was like nineteen sixty whatever through to like two thousand wow and um but like none of it matters because everybody like just comes back on may May live through all of that it
0: matters when it's happening
1: yes um
0: anyways spider-man is on a bus (laughs) yeah
1: he hears his spider sense goes off and he's like that's an alien spaceship out my window
0: and he has his friend create a distraction which is fantastic i love that
1: Ned is in this yes
0: uh Uh, (laughs) one of my favorite characters in the marvel universe I can't wait
1: for that next Spider-Man movie. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Um, and so Peter swings away. Uh, I, I I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man is really he's so fun, man. He's so much fun, and it counterbalances so much of like the Obsidian Maw in this movie. Well, and
0: I like the Obsidian Maw part of it. Because yeah, it's but, like, so crazy.
1: You need it to counterbalance. Yeah. You need like Spider-Man is so grounded and fun.
0: It's so purely human. Yes, uh, uh, and
1: they lean into that in a smart way. Um so there's uh he arrives on the scene there's combat but Banner we notice like can't hulk out. So like um the two uh two Thanos body bodyguards whatever they are lieutenants or like wizards f- they're His just like wizard fighting.
0: lieutenants. There's the wizard
1: one and then there's like the bruiser one. Yes there is. So like um I think that they end up like being able to kill the bruiser one but the wizard one is trying to That's get later but yeah. Strange's time stone. Right.
0: And so But they- he can't cuz it's enchanted. But he's able to take Stephen Strange bodily. So
1: he's, yeah, he's like, I can't take the stones, so I'm going to take all of I'll you. I'll take the dude. Which is the equivalent in D&D of being like, I can't unlock this chest right now, I'm just going to take the chest. <laughs> what
0: is my encumbrance? <laughs> yeah. This dude's encumbrance is very low. Anyways, he takes <laughs> <Or very high. laughs> he takes Stephen Strange. Uh, they go into the ship, and of course... Uh, Tony and Peter Peter pursue. pursues him out of pure idiocy. Yeah. Tony pursues him out of the weird obligation and guilt that Tony carries around everywhere. Yeah. um oh, great characters they get it well, they are great characters, but they get up there like on the outside of the spaceship, Peter's about to pass out. Tony gives him a new suit, yeah, uh, which is also made of the nano machines. again, I don't love it, but you kind of need it. Yeah, he gives him a cool space Spider-Man suit that has like spider arms that come out of it, and I think it looks lame. But again, I agree. What you gonna do? It it's got to be there. Uh, Plot. Long story short, they both get into the spaceship. They are now stowaways on the spaceship, and I believe at that point, we cut down to Earth. Banner finds Captain America's phone. Still can't become Hulk, but he does find the phone, and so he calls the captain. And we cut away because we are cutting all over the place. And I will say the thing that I like about this movie a lot is I love any movie where it's like, we got to get the team back together. And you get to see the team and you're like, I love this dude. I love that dude. Oh, she's here. I I always enjoy that.
1: So immediately we cut to the two least interesting characters that I can think of. Uh...
0: That's that's harsh.
1: Okay, so yeah, <laughs> we cut to Edinburgh, Scotland, where Scarlet Witch uh, and Vision. So re- a reminder: Scarlet Witch is the one who is one of the twins in Sokovia, whose brother Quicksilver died at the end of the yeah that movie. Oh, Age of Ultron. Um, and at some point in Civil War, she and Vision fall in love.
0: That and which makes sense. I don't remember how did they fall in because, because they're because both they're both cooped up together. They're both Cooped up together, and they're both like told not to leave the Avengers headquarters. And they, so they just. Okay. And they've, she also doesn't treat him like a robot. <laughs> I think that helps. I yeah. That, I mean, that, that definitely helps. Because he is a
1: robot. And, yeah. And I guess he is Paul Bettany, just with like primary colors, like looking like a Crayola box. I mean, he but, looks pretty cool. I kind of like Vision. Um, Wanda and Vision are in love, but they've got like a Romeo and Juliet thing going on because they are from opposite sides of the Avengers yes. team. So I think that they had to run away to uh, famous Scotland. neutral territory, Scotland. <laughs>
0: Uh, i mean very scenic
1: oh beautiful and uh and they uh they're, they're like having their their love affair there they she's a witch he's a robot but How it will works it ever work? he, he's got a
0: fully functioning everything so. <laughs> it's worth remembering that he has in his forehead and the reason that he is this superpower <laughs> robot man is that his forehead contains the mind stone the mind stone the, mind stone. the yellow Infinity Stone. Infinity Stone. The, so, yellow, the yellow pebble. Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, so they're like wandering around. They're Scotland. having a fun time together. Yeah, they're, they're looking. They're looking for some food, but yeah. like they have they have some qualms about it. Um, about like you know this love affair and how's it going to work out. When suddenly they are attacked by Proxima Midnight, A.K.A. Carrie Coon. One of the greatest actors of our time.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and not given a ton to do, but cool character design. I like it. It's dumb in a good way.
1: I can't. They look like
0: Power Rangers villains. That's why I like it. <laughs> I know. Uh,
1: and Corvus Glaive, uh, they show up because they are looking for the stone that's in Vision's head. Yes. Uh, Vision and, and Wanda are taken taken by surprise and like a combat ensues. And it like takes us all around Edinburgh into Waverly Railway Station. A side note, that Waverly Railway Station is, to my knowledge, the only rail- railway station named after a novel in the entire wow. world.
0: That is an incredibly good uh, trivia question. Yeah.
1: Uh, Sir Walter Scott novel. I worry actually, that I it's, it's not actually
0: accurate, but I like that you're going for it. I
1: can't. I can't think of any others. And I've There been, is so much of the world. Yeah, but I've been <laughs> to all of it. <laughs> Okay, so there's there's combat going on, and just when things are looking real bad, um, some old friends show up.
0: And it's the people that we've wanted to see ever since Civil War, because it's Cap, Natasha, and of course, our favorite Uzi-wielding <laughs> semi-superhero, Birdman Sam. <laughs> He's still got the Uzis. Dude, the, there's a lot of this movie where Birdman Sam flies at wizards and threatens <laughs> to shoot them with human bullets. <laughs> And I love it. It makes no sense. Uh, like Rhodey is dropping literal bombs, <laughs> and he is just like pew, 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 pew.
1: <laughs> yeah. But much faster No, than there that. are
0: sequences where he like holds people at gunpoint, and they seem threatened. And I'm like, you know what's in those, right? It's You're fine. Yeah, that you're, could... your skin
1: to yeah. deflects this. Uh,
0: clearly, <laughs> you would be fine. But for some reason, Birdman Sam is treated as an equal partner, <laughs> which I appreciate.
1: Um... And in any
0: case, they save
1: the day, and I believe that they also kill
0: Glaive. I think they do kill th- this movie. And we're, we, this is not a spoiler. I know you're obviously very anxious about spoilers while listening to this. To say that this movie is this slow attrition where they kill off all the lieutenants on their way to the mini bosses, so yeah. to speak. Well, yeah. and it gives them a nice way to center each of the disparate cuts. Whenever they cut somewhere new, it's like there's probably going to end in a conflict with one of those dudes. Yeah. So you have like a central action that needs to happen.
1: And it was it was legitimately really moving when Glaive died.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was moving in that I was excited that the Avengers are well, back. They,
1: they did like a full minute of flashbacks to all that we had learned about Glaive over the course of you, the prior 20 minutes. This
0: makes no sense. Su- the, the poor people are going to think this actually happened. No, it
1: didn't happen. <laughs> the poor people who haven't seen this movie yeah who are listening to, <laughs> who this to this podcast so that they don't have to watch the movies the masochists out there so they can engage in conversation <laughs> so like a normal human being <laughs> so like just like we wanted to that's
0: yeah that's our goal is to provide something for those people
1: i wanted to be able to go to a bar again oh god and then you know
0: covid but yeah and so by that time there'll be but some but other now we'll be that prepared we don't know about that's true
1: couch. yeah we have to get ahead of that
0: Anyways, Vision realizes that these people want to take the stone out of his head. And so that the only way, really, that Vision... And Vision also, having Vision, understands that if they get this stone, it will allow well whoever is directing them to have power that would be so destructive that the only way out for the universe, not just humanity, is for the stone that's in his head to be destroyed, obviously this also would necessitate destroying him. Yeah. So Natasha's not into that not Natasha, uh Charlotte Witch is yeah. not into that. But it Sets up if kind it, of a central of conflict,
1: and so yeah, uh, to, to to say like the next scene is basically they they get in touch. Cap gets the call. They get in touch with Rhodey and Banner, who are hanging out in the Avengers HQ in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. So they go visit, and and Vision like first of all, Rhodey basically we're like, oh shit, Rhodey, like Vision. Like, is the one who shot Rhodey out of the air in Civil War, yep. and Rhodey lost the use of his legs, which he's gotten back thanks to probably nanotechnology I mean, he sort. just has robot legs. He's got robot legs, which is what we all wanted. <laughs> it's um, a dream, man. Honestly, uh, I so, wish somebody would shoot me out of the sky.
0: <laughs> but Rhodey immediately
1: just, like, shuts down the U.S. government as represented by, um, what's his face?
0: When you say shuts down, you mean not literally yeah, but like they they are, they a, are a hologram yeah <laughs> he is on a phone call he with on a phone them call and with hangs, them. hangs up a
1: hologram fo- a hologram phone call so anyway uh Rhodey, Rhodey is like on the side of the avengers he's here for the team so everybody is working together and it's it's and banners there as well and basically no one it's not just wanda who's like i won't i won't let you die sure, it's like sure. it is like banners like banner says something like we don't we don't trade one for one yeah like that. well
0: there's this sense that it's just like they don't want to kill one of their own yeah. For necessarily what one of their own thinks would be the greater good. It's like this, this idea that there has to be a different way out. Yeah. Uh, whether or not that's true will be revealed. Yes. Meanwhile, we get my favorite cut in the whole movie. It's a good cut. Where we cut to a vision of a ship in space and the like location card just says space. It's great. Oh. I... I enjoyed that, and that was a nice touch. And we also li- are
1: listening to, like, the only soft rock in the soundtrack.
0: Yes, which obviously excites you as a soft rock connoisseur. I do
1: like soft rock yeah, a lot. Yeah, you love it. It took a while for me to
0: deal with that. that. Yeah. yeah,
1: I do like it a lot, though.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's maybe your favorite genre, if you're being honest with yourself. Uh, you love a gated uh, drum.
1: Is Jerry Rafferty a, dr- a genre unto himself? <laughs>
0: I mean, I would say that the influence that Jerry Rafferty has had on music silently means yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. As long as we're in agreement there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we okay, love so Jerry what's, go- what's going on in space?
0: Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy are going on in space, and they pick up a distress call, and it turns out that it's the Asgardian ship that Thor was on. So they're like moving into the wreckage of that ship. There's a lot of quipping, of course, and it's actually it pretty good. It establishes, and it's actually better than
1: it's all of the quipping is better than Volume Two. Oh, totally agree. Yeah,
0: and there's a nice thing that happens here where you still are like, God, Quill kind of sucks. Yeah. He doesn't suck as much as he did in 2, but he still kind of sucks, and that actually kind of starts to matter. The thing that really blew my mind when we reached this point in this movie is I had this strange sensation where I was like, it totally makes sense that the Guardians of the Galaxy are about to find Thor, the God of Thunder, in this space wreckage, and you accept it entirely, and the fact that somehow these movies have gotten these characters to this sp- and and me as the viewer to this point where I just accept that this is happening is legitimately one of the most impressive like not necessarily feats of writing exactly, but just like what a crazy thing. I I agree and i think that there's
1: a lot to be said as much as we didn't like volume 2 of guardians of the galaxy i had seen this movie previously i had seen this movie having seen only like 3 other marvel movies okay maybe before i'm sure it made a lot of one sense one of which was guardians of the galaxy which i had seen 4 years before but dude it did make sense that's the kind of crazy thing at the that, time like, watching it even watching it with like very little prior I mean, like it didn't make it didn't make full sense and it, like the emotional beats were not there but like i think that the larger argument to be made here is that, like, if you want the emotional beats, then you need to watch all of oh, them. Yeah. If you want the logical beats, you can kind of get there just having watched the first one. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't watch volume two of Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And I still was like, yeah, these guys are traveling together. They're going to pick up a, a rescue beacon and just, like, sure. check that out. Partly because they're kind of pirates, and partly because they also do have, like, a kernel of goodness in them. Yes and no, a bit, it's a little. I think they do. That
0: colonel is named Drax. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I think Gamora is also like a good, a good. Oh alien. yeah, G- Gamora definitely is on the side of good. Yes. Um. So yeah, like there's a conversation. Thor is like, I am going to go. Thor
1: literally smacks into their windshield. Yes. <laughs> like
0: total slapstick Thor, yeah. and we get some good like. Oh, Chris Hemsworth gets to be funny. Thor. Yes, oh, I love it. Oh, it's always good. Um, they. Thor's like, Thanos wants the reality stone, which is in the possession of the Collector. And so the Collector is Benicio del Toro, who lives inside of that giant space skull. This all makes sense. Nowhere. Yeah, which is K- called N-O, Nowhere. yeah. K- K-N-O. K-N-O. Fine. Yeah, let's uh, go with it. He lives in space. And so they're like, we we know that he currently has this stone. Thor's like, we got to go get that stone. Before yeah. Thanos gets that stone, let's go there. Of course, we are reminded that Gamora is the adopted daughter of thanos
1: and i think that is it at this point it's at some point we get a flashback but i think it's worth introducing this earlier rather than later we get a flashback to um to thanos and gamora meeting and this is like gamora is we see gamora hiding in a hut with her mother and the door opens and some of Thanos' troops come in and they pull the child and the mother out and uh thanos like like the the girl like little gamora is like fighting off the bad guys and um Thanos like sees this and he pulls her aside and he kind of like takes her away. And while in the background, we were watching like a genocide in which like half of the population is being killed. Yes.
0: And it, it, when you say genocide it is like this weird thing where it's a randomized half of the population mm-hmm. is just being murdered. So I
1: guess it's technically not a genocide. I don't know what to call it. I think we I can safely wondering. call it a genocide. Okay. But if it's random,
0: it's very complicated. I do not know anything about mass murder on yeah. this scale.
1: Uh, maybe it's because it hasn't ever existed on an
0: interplanetary
1: scale before in our reality. Thankfully. Thankfully. But um, Thanos pulls her aside and he won't let her watch while all these people are being killed. And instead he like presents her with a knife and balances on his finger. And like, there's, like, there's a meme of this. It's like everything in perfect yeah, balance. Perfectly balanced and as then everything he, should be. He gives it to her and she holds the knife and balances it on her finger. And so we understand that Gamora was raised... To one degree or another by Thanos, probably there's a lot of Stockholm Syndrome going on there. Well,
0: and the explanation that he gives is that, like, basically, and I don't know if he does this here, but basically the argument, and this is, like, his motivation, right? Thanos' whole thing is that the world's resources are finite and that the number of people who are on... People of any race across the universe, there are too many people. And so the solution to just solve all problems is to eliminate half of the population... And then we fall below whatever, like, line allows... Like, the resources allow us to live by. And so he will be, you know, happy (laughs) if the world is in balance because he sees that... The universe is in balance. Yeah, if the universe is in balance. Because if we continue down this path, there's just going to be untold suffering as people fight over resources. So he's like, "That, that pain is greater than the sudden pain of just killing half of everyone. And he wants to get the stones... Because if he gets the stones, he doesn't need to fly to all these planets and individually, with guns, murder half of the population. He can put all the stones into this gauntlet, snap his fingers, and half of everybody dies.
1: And I'm glad that you articulated all of this. Because the reality of the, the, reality of the situation is that this movie is actually Thinness's movie. Oh, but like for so the much. sake of this podcast, we are actually going to be focusing... I feel like exclusively on the characters that we know already. I mean,
0: it, because but it is
1: definitely is, his story. It is his story. It's very interesting because he is kind of secondary in almost every scene, but he is so present and his 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 motivations and like his character mm. are so core to all of this mm-hmm. that like because like when I was going through the recap, and I know that we're getting a little outside the the recap itself, but when I was like like putting together like my memory of what happened and like you know consulting wikipedia and whatnot Mm -hmm. i realized that like a lot of it is like pushed along by the characters that we know but it is all in reaction to thanos who is actually just being kind of built as like even when something happens where thanos gets a new stone it is very like like thanos's actual action in any given scene is very minimal it tends to be like it's very perfunctory it's very yeah Sometimes he's done it already, as we'll get to shortly, and we just are made to think that he doesn't have the stone yet. Um, It is, but like he, he, the the ideology is there consistently
0: throughout, and the performance is weirdly good. Yeah. So Josh Brolin plays Thanos, and then is totally obscured. He kind of looks like Josh Brolin, I guess, but not really. Like, yeah. And he's also like twelve feet tall and (laughs) huge and purple. Yeah. So, but the performance capture on it is generally exceptional occasionally it's a little like Rrr. yeah but sometimes like whenever they need to spend the money on the close-up they do and when the
1: a-team is doing yeah, it. It's yeah it's
0: really impressive and the performance itself is quite impressive i think
1: yeah i agree and um i think that gamora's flashback is one of the first moments where we kind of think oh okay there's actually more going on than, there's a reason for this dude there's a reason for, to for this to be bad dude. Um, and Gamora is actually also given more to do in this movie than I feel like in most other, I mean, it's there's true. a little bit with her Nebula and, uh, volume two, there's a
0: lot with her Nebula in volume two,
1: but like a lot of it just feels like padding too. Um, well, that movie's just bad. Yeah. Anyways. So anyway, we're still in space. Um, so you're right. Yeah. They decide like there's the, the reality stone is over with the collector, but also Thor doesn't have a weapon anymore mm-hmm. and they need a weapon that can destroy Thanos. So Thor knows of, um,
0: of like, I don't know, like a forge on a... It's a forge built around a star. Yeah. And he says that there's a dwarf there who can make him uh, a weapon. A cool axe. And so that that is capable of killing Thanos. And so he's like, I'm going to go get that. And Rocket and Groot go with him. Yeah. And then the remainder of the Guardians go to visit the Collector in an attempt to get the stone.
1: Yeah. So, um... We're set up in space. <laughs> Meanwhile, also in space. Yeah. There's a lot of space for a little while here.
0: Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. It's infinite.
1: Um, So we go back to, you remember Tony and Peter were uh, snuck onto Ma's spaceship where Stephen Strange was being held captive. I do remember that. Yeah. Okay, good. I know it was like an hour ago. Yeah. Um. So Tony and Peter come up with a plan to save Strange. They're like watching uh, Maw like he's torturing Stephen Strange. Yes. Uh, and he's like, he's like pushing knives towards like his face, and stuff. Yeah. yeah like, like I don't know. It's like wizard cosmic knives. glass. Yeah. It's wizard. A weird, it's knives. a
0: real wizard off.
1: Yeah. Um. So they come up with a plan to rescue Strange. This plan just basically involves blowing a hole in the side of the ship, depressurizing Peter, the ship. There's, there's a good line where Peter is like, I saw this old movie called Aliens.
0: Yes. Oh, it's good. Well, there's a lot of stuff like that. There's also... So they suck this dude out into space, Yeah, right? Ma, Ma gets sucked out He's of space. He's killed. All right, And then Dr. Stephen Strange introduces himself as, as <laughs> Dr. Strange. And Peter goes, oh, we're using made up names? <laughs> like, I'm Spider-Man. It's and very good. I'm like, yes, this is exactly how I feel. Uh, very good.
1: So yeah, they um they're on the ship and they they're like they realize that the ship is heading towards the planet Titan, which is Thanos' home planet. We know because he's called the Mad Titan. Um, But they don't Is it the
0: planet or is it the moon of is that a moon on Jupiter or Saturn? I think it's a moon on Saturn. Maybe maybe it's a moon. Well, no, I'm just wondering I'm wondering if that actually is within our solar system or not. It could be. None
1: of this matters. No, because it's not real life. But um, whatever it is, this celestial body called Titan is where he is from originally. It's where he I believe the first genocide occurred where he killed like half of his population, which we'll learn about later. Yeah. Um, so they're just like, okay, Ma was headed to Titan. He's probably meeting Thanos there. We just, continue to head towards Titan and then we'll just take care of this Thanos thing just the three of us. I
0: hope we can land this spaceship. One old man, one weird wizard dude, and a teenage boy. And what I really appreciate about everything in this movie, and I want to I just want to make this super clear, everyone just calls Stephen Strange a wizard. <laughs> and I love it. They're like even the alien characters are just like wizard <laughs> and it's wizard. so good because he is just a wizard but for some reason like He's in like superheroes aren't wizards, you know. Like yeah, generally, there's outside the. Norm. I just love that it he's. Is
1: that the superheroes are the strange ones, <laughs> right. and Wizard Man is like, "Well, this is acceptable. It's yeah, just it's science like, turned you're just on its side." you just a wizard. <laughs> um, um, there's something that you pointed out when we were watching this that has stuck with me ever since, which is the fact that Peter and and Tony are in space. <laughs> They're oh. in space. They neither of them have been to space before. Well,
0: no, Tony has been to space kind and it of, broke kind his of, brain. Yeah, like broke his <laughs>
1: brain. Yeah, he kind of like was in space for like half a second. Peter is like 14 and he's in space for the first time, um, on
0: an alien space on an alien scrap. spaceship,
1: and they all seem to accept this in a way that I recognize the movie doesn't have time to reckon with this. But boy, do I just want like a few lines? I, it,
0: there's something kind of weird like about the fact that Tony isn't having a panic yes. attack the entire time, and the fact that. Like, it isn't freaking Peter out or, like, exciting him. Yes. They're, like,
1: it, they, they kind of... And like the you, there's ways to fix the Tony thing. It's like he should be having a panic attack, but he's so focused that like it allows like all of his fear to like be funneled into one place or something or something. Like but like yeah, they're just both they're all kind of like oh, I guess we're just going to I
0: guess I'm a flying moon this of Jupiter <laughs> yeah. to Titan. Like it's very they're very cool with it. It's yeah. sort of weird.
1: It's a weird. It's weird that the film overlooks it considering how good it is at character beats. Well, throughout. and the
0: characters are developing and like they're like they're not. Like, giving the character a short shrift, it's just weird in the context of there was literally a series of movies in Iron Man that were based <laughs> around a, like, two-second trip to space for Tony that was so damaging to his psyche.
1: Yeah, which felt very
0: real. Which was great. Yeah. Which was, what I thought, really, really great. Right. Uh And this is... We don't got time for that. That's yeah, we the problem is you it. don't have time for it, and yeah. there still there still is plenty of character movement. So it's like it's just a weird thing.
1: Yeah. So anyway, we have they to. They head- do so much in this movie. We have to head back to another part of outer space. <laughs> okay, take me there. Um, go to nowhere. Uh, again, that's K N O. Nowhere, giant floating skull, giant floating skull. Quill, Gamora, Drax, and Mantis uh, arrive on Nowhere, where the Collector is, and he has the Reality Stone. And they find Thanos like arguing with the Collector and like threatening the Collector, saying like, "You gotta give me the Reality Stone." And Benicio del Toro is like, "No, how am I in this movie for this long? How much am I gonna get paid?" (laughs) i've been i've done three of these now and i'm only in the each one for about 30 seconds oh, i mean it's an easy check yeah you just put on some makeup and then you look scared he looks like a cockatiel he I does believe. that's accurate um so and they're like okay we're gonna sneak up on thanos while he's arguing with the collector and we're gonna take him down um and so they begin sneaking gamora the sneakiest the true solid snake of this crew yes. gets up on thanos and he like he, he like Picks her up and is like going to like kill her when she takes out the knife that he had given her all those years ago and slams it into his neck. And Thanos just starts bleeding out and it's just like, How could you do this to me? Yeah. Cetera, and you're like, I
0: did not expect it to end this way. Yeah, I was
1: like, Is Proxima Midnight the real bad guy? <laughs> is that why My they cast character? character?
0: Proxima Midnight? <laughs>
1: um, is this? her name just mean around midnight? Yeah, <laughs> approximate. I
0: mean, they're not <laughs> particularly punctual space wizards, you know. They're just like, hey, that's man. How she got the name. <laughs> what? That's how she got the name. Was yeah, always she, being like, she was so chill,
1: always giving a loose arrival time,
0: but like not showing up until midnight because she like knows that's when the party's really going. Yeah, oh, certainly. I get it. Um, a wizard anyway, after my own heart.
1: Thanos dies at this point in the movie. Yeah, um, and it's somewhat confusing.
0: And you're like. Whoa, it feels as though the fabric of reality has been shifted. And sure enough, it is shifted before your very eyes as we realize that
1: Thanos, this entire time, had the reality stone and was just mimicking this other reality so that he could catch the guardians in this trap.
0: Yeah, he makes Quill's gun shoot bubbles. Like, the reality stone is kind of insane. I mean, all of these stones are crazy. Yeah,
1: but we also have to remember that Thanos killed Drax's wife and daughter. Oh which yeah, which is actually actually huge, um, and Drax like makes an attack on him, and Thanos just like throws him off
0: very easily, like turns him into jello, yeah, or something. Because like. of the Reality Stone, it's not it didn't actually happen. But it's this thing where Thanos is just like warping Able reality. Ship doesn't ground. really want to kill these people exactly. They're like below him. Yeah, if he achieves his goal, half of them are going to die anyway. What does he care? Uh, so but he's just kind of like. He holding does,
1: them off. He does recognize Gamora, though, and he's just like, okay, I've got the stone. Gamora, you're coming with me. And he kidnaps Gamora and Indeed. takes her onto her ship, onto his ship. Um, or does she go willingly? I can't remember.
0: That is a good question. But she goes recall. without Quill, certainly. She
1: goes without Quill. Quill and Drax and Mantis are left behind, but Gamora goes, um, goes with Thanos. On Thanos' ship, we see that Thanos like, brings Gamora into this chamber where... Nebula, the other adopted daughter of Thanos, who and is like a cyborg robot. Cyborg lady. I believe that there's like a line about how, like, every time she messed up on something, yeah. Thanos would re- replace. Well, that was it
0: because she would have her fight Gamora. And so when she failed yeah. to fight Gamora well, she would be replaced with like like parts of her body would Which be
1: replaced. Seems kind of out of character for Thanos now. But why? That kind of cruelty, that just kind of casual cruelty. Th- we have to, and we'll, we'll that's touch a, on that's this. That's a very. This,
0: I like that observation I mean I think that this movie I don't know what to make of it but this
1: movie wants to have it both ways with Thanos in a way that we'll talk about later and I think that this actually does tie to the comic books and that earlier films were interested in the Thanos of the comic books Mm. which is in in the comic books Thanos starts this entire Infinity War because he wants to bang death what? yeah (laughs) talk about metal Thanos has a (laughs) thing for the personification of death which is a a Female personification, because Thanos isn't gay. We got to get that out of the way. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Um, Thanos is straight as they come, uh, but he wants to—he wants to get with death. He's in love with death, and so Who he decides it? that he will impress death by wiping out half the galaxy. You know with what's his weird Stone.
0: is that you just get with death if you live long enough. You're gonna get with it death. It just at takes the end, a little man. while, yeah, you like you're gonna.
1: But he's actually an eternal, so he might not get oh, with
0: death. I kind of like that.
1: Yeah. So there's stuff there's stuff going on there but the idea is that, that Thanos is also just like kind of kind of evil whereas this movie wants to say like he's evil but he's not necessarily cruel he's actually going out of his right. way his goal
0: is to like is he, to is
1: to reduce suffering he
0: is misguided yes
1: and so this sort of, so like it shows That's him torturing. Point. That's it, a good point. It shows him torturing Nebula, right? So Nebula is being tortured and Gamora can't deal with it. And I understand the torture because he's trying to get information out of Nebula. Right. But the idea that he was just like kind of cruelly like replacing. Yeah, yeah. Of, that doesn't fly. Um, what,
0: is the, what is the information he's trying to get out of Nebula?
1: He's trying to get the location of the Soul Stone. Which uh, both Nebula and uh, Gamora know, and I don't remember why they know it, but they both know the location. Gamora is watching Nebula get tortured, and she breaks and she says, "The stones on uh, Vormir, the planet Vormir." Dantooine, they're on Dantooine. <laughs> yeah. uh,
0: but actually, they, it actually is on Vormir, so it's not like the time that Leia no, said they were it's on a,
1: Dantooine. Yeah, this is not misleading. She had not seen Star Wars. If only oh. Quill, if only Quill had screened Star Wars. <laughs> Oh, this movie would have been so different. Oh my God. Um. So anyway, uh, they, uh, Thanos and Gamora leave for Vormir to get the Soul Stone, and Nebula is able to escape her her bondage, and like kills like the weird I don't know mechanical men who were who had her the trapped
0: torturers
1: torturers, and then she contacts I don't remember how, but she contacts Quill and company and asks them to meet her on Titan, which is Thanos's home world. Mm-hmm. So they're headed to to Titan. I don't remember why she knows to go to Titan. I guess because she knows that Ma is going there, and uh, that's like the meetup place. Maybe like, yeah.
0: Well, and it's like Thanos' home world. Right? Yeah. So she Always contacts to the scene in the Peter,
1: Peter and Co. know to go there. Um, like the Peter Drax and Mantis who are left over from the fight in Nowhere. Yeah. Okay. Um, at this point, we're going to return to space. Back to space. We're still in space. Uh, let's get this out of the way first because this is one of the most disappointing sections of Yo, the movie. Yo, dude,
0: this stops the movie in its tracks, in my opinion.
1: It is. I think that this is actually like spread out in smaller it is. chunks. There, there are like
0: three scenes with this, and yeah. they can't take more than 10 minutes total, but they feel like an
1: eternity. Thor, Rocket, and Groot arrive on like that star forge or it's whatever. It's a star
0: surrounded by a rotating forge and that should be rotating around the star, but it is not. It is frozen. It what could have happened? It
1: feels like it is just an excuse for a mini game in a video game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, where it's just like, okay, now we have to get the forge activated. Right, again. Like
0: here is a side quest for you to yeah, do. So they arrive. We are told there's a dwarf who can forge this thing. We meet the dwarf. And let me say first, the dwarf is enormous. He is like forty feet tall. And He's I, great. I, but yeah. he, and so I love the idea of like, oh, scale is relative. This is just a huge dwarf. That is delightful to me. Yeah. Who plays the dwarf, Matt? Peter Dinklage. What well, I, accent does he
1: use for that dwarf? <laughs> I'm sorry, not Peter Dinklage. Tyrion Lannister plays the dwarf.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> he
1: it is the same, same accent. The
0: same. It was terrible for it. makes more sense if he's from space. Yeah, because it's, it's a made up accent. It's definitely not an accent that exists on Earth.
1: It's just like he is a. I've never seen someone phone in a performance. Carrie Coon is better in this. Oh, than dude, Peter she's Dinklage. fantastic compared
0: yeah. to Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage shows up, and you know, you might have heard him in his original Destiny voice work say that wizard came from, from the moon. moon with less conviction than anything i've ever heard anybody say that performance looks incredible and oscar worthy next to this this dude is just checked out the cgi has made him 50 feet tall and a like i don't know he's got long flowing locks yeah which i like it looks like they they like kind of just tweaked his tyrian costume it a is little bit. rough yeah his hands are in weird metal bindings uh because we are told that like Thanos had like had him make the gauntlet yeah and then shut down the star and
1: instead of just killing the this dude Peter Dinklage's character like, he just gave him metal gauntlets which again seems cruel or maybe he's like trying to preserve life I think like. it's
0: that I think it's that like whatever, dude, we're going to we're gonna roll the bones and maybe you die, maybe you don't, but I don't yeah. want you to make another weapon for somebody else. And he's like, but Thor, actually, if you restart the star, I can tell you how to do it. So they're doing this thing to figure that it out. Takes, it takes forever. And it it's takes so forever. Because you know they're going to do it. Right. And then he goes, Thor has to, at one point, Thor has to like, hold open this door while the star blasts through him. And it prompts Peter Dinklage to say something to the effect of, boy, can you handle the force of this star? (laughs) (laughs) Which sounds like the start to something very illicit, (laughs) Um, which I am maybe interested in seeing. (laughs) Anyways, Thor can, in fact, bear the brunt of that star literally thor like
1: has just like sidles up to a star <laughs> and is able to like handle that so like is Which thor kinda, immortal he is oh, apparently oh, yes def- yeah.
0: but i like i kind of like that like that's the part of it that i yeah. like right is like like thor's strength being demonstrated in this way where you're like oh yeah thor's a god like yeah. make no mistake he is a goofball but he's a goofball because he can't die I like that. But his brother can... Is it
1: because Loki's a, a Loki's frost a frost giant. giant. He's but not a he, god. Is he part... Oh, he's full frost giant. He's yeah. half... But Odin died. How he's did half Odin frost die? Giant. Odin just chose to Odin, die?
0: Odin seems to have decided that this was all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: I look forward to, uh, to that movie. <laughs> Thor part 28. <laughs> this is all bullshit. Alzheimer. <laughs> Jeez, man. Um, Anyways... Yeah, so anyway, they uh Thor can basically expose himself to the surface of the sun, and he does so, and they are able to melt the thing that makes his axe. Stormbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> and they call it Stormbreaker. They do. I no, I think that it's just born I think it just like has that name already. It is the Stormbreaker. Yeah. It's and interesting the idea that weapons have names before they exist. Whoa. Uh. Uh, um also Rocket gives Thor a new eye that he yes. stole from somebody. <laughs> that's a, that's actually a nice little moment. It is really good. Like the interactions between Rocket and Thor are great. It's just like once you introduce Peter Dinklage and the idea like the mini game of like spinning the Which thing is just a worse version and... of
0: the First Avengers where it's like we have to start the propeller. Yeah. It's just a worse version of that. It's just
1: yeah, it's just like it's just like Thor moving really fast and it's like oh, he can do that. Great. Um yeah, and then Did he, you need to pad this? He can movie? take
0: the power of the star. Great. It's just like it's just a lot, and I kind of don't need it at all. And, like, yeah. you know, honestly, this movie is very good overall, I feel like, and, like, genuinely impressive in the fact that it crams all this stuff in. So, this yeah. is, like, a minor complaint, all oh, things considered. Minor. But I hate this part of this movie. It's, it's so
1: awful. Um, <laughs> anyway, I think that it's, like, it's. I'm glad that we can finally leave all of this behind and get back to <laughs> space. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact, we're going to go to Titan now um Spidey strange and uh Tony crash onto Tony 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 uh crash uh, onto Titan because they can't control this spaceship so they like just barely make it out of the situation they crash land on Titan um and they like pretty much immediately meet Quill Drax and Mantis who got the message from Nebula and like are there there's like some conflict immediately because you got to show the the heroes fighting against each other because that's fun
0: it is fun yeah and you know it's it's fun because like you get to see that the power tony's yeah tony's suit is ridiculous now and like can shape shift and it always goes out of its way though
1: to show that like everybody's roughly equivalent in their abilities which is except that doctor strange is like doctor strange can actually (laughs) affect time like you just be like you
0: just hurt me i'm gonna turn it back and there goes that shiner there is that ridiculous element of like at this point you know, we've seen like what the reality stone can do for instance. And it's like, Dr. Strange is manipulating an infinity stone casually. I wonder whether the, the idea though, is that he has actually locked
1: its power so that he is like, he freezes not able time to... at one point in he the do, early go. He does in the first one and in, in, in his movie. No, in this one. In, oh, he does. Yeah.
0: He freezes New York. I think when they, when the enemies oh, first
1: show up. Oh, right. Yeah. I think you're right to like, keep everybody yeah no he
0: is he is totally the thing he is in complete control of the time stone at this point it's not even like out of it's not something where it's like oh no it might be dangerous he's just like willing to just pull the time trigger but not
1: when it counts most well sort of when it counts most i mean we'll, we'll talk about that there's a very particular moment later when somebody fucks up and it could have been very easily reversed with a few like tweaks of that stone but uh,
0: in any case, in any
1: case, at this time they make fr- they make friends. Nebula shows up, and um, Strange is like like does his lotus pose, and he um, we see his like head like moving around all weird like thinking a lot. He's thinking a lot, and we realize that um, Strange is using the time stone to look through all the potential futures. Mm-hmm. There's like millions of them, mm-hmm. and Tony is like, "How many? In which we win?" And Doctor Strange is like, "One." And you're like, I hope that's the one you do. Oh no, really? He's like, one. Yes, he <laughs> says
0: it, and you're like, is that guy British? <laughs> Why is he enunciating he does so not, strongly? He does not sound like he came from part of America. <laughs> I know what a British person sounds like. I just listened to that dwarf. <laughs> uh, All right, I think that we can actually do it this time. Let's uh,
1: let's head to Wakanda. Yeah. So so Steve previously. Uh, down on Earth, uh, Cap was like, "Okay, we gotta, we gotta go somewhere where we can take Vision, and like, cause we don't want to kill Vision, we want to find a way who to save pull him. The who can pull the stone out of his head and keep Vision alive? I know a chick named Shuri who is like all of eighteen and the Very smartest smart. person in the world.
0: <laughs> it makes Tony Stark look like a preschooler. <laughs> yeah.
1: So they head to Wakanda. Also, Bucky's there, and we know that Cap misses his. And boy. I love Bucky. Uh, you and Cap love Bucky. <laughs> Um, I like Bucky too. Yeah,
0: you're you're indifferent, honestly. You don't. A, no, don't don't lie. Their don't. friendship
1: does not like hit me the way. It I hits love you. it, man. Yeah. I'm into it. Um so they get they, they head over to Wakanda, um, and Cap and Bucky are reunited. It's Yay. very sweet. Bucky's like, I got a new arm. And he they showed, give him a new arm. Him, they got like a it's is it made of vibranium? Well his old arm was too. Oh, okay. All right, I didn't know that okay cool yeah he's got this awesome new arm so he's got a new vibranium um, arm it's kind of gold Shuri's like Shuri's like he's got a god hand Shuri's like we're gonna operate on vision we can do this i have a plan i just need time and Stephen strange is unfortunately not there yeah
0: and they're like we're gonna hold off whatever is coming yeah. for this stone long enough that you can extract the stone and then we can destroy it and then this is all a non-issue
1: spaceships descend immediately uh, it is the remains of Thanos's forces are converging on Wakanda. We
0: are, of course, also in this moment being reintroduced to Chadwick Boseman. Yes, which at the time that we watched this was totally rad. Still, no would be Totally rad, yeah, but, but without any also connotations really otherwise. like sad, man. We'll it is just a bummer. I think
1: we'll touch on that in greater detail at the end. Because I, don't know, like, I just want to get it out. Okay, yeah, we can just get it. out. I mean, this—it's yeah, a real bummer. Um, yeah, it sucks. One of. One of, like, it's weird when you talk about, like, superheroes, like, how absurd superheroes are, and how much they kind of grate on me in context. And, like, even Tony, who I think is a wonderful character, how much he bugs me. Hmm. And yet, of all of the heroes who are just, like, straight good guy heroes, like, T'Challa is just, like, one of the ones that I can actually get behind. And I believe that that is entirely down to his performance, that, like, T'Challa is not, like, he's, he's complicated, but he is... Just an outright superhero. They don't try to make him selfish the way that Tony is selfish. No, he he, he is, is good.
0: If he, if he's making a mistake, it's like due to naivete or like a lack of experience, yeah. and not and like similar to like a Spider Man where it's just like he learns. His heart is good. Whether or not his abilities live up to his heart, you know what I mean. Like that's a separate thing. Totally, very well put. Like
1: whether or not his abilities live up to his heart or his knowledge lives up to his heart, right. like his heart is always right.
0: And. Yeah. And he sold that performance in such a way. He did so good, man. And I mean, he was great in other things as well. So, like, you know, I, I really liked him in the Five Bloods, but I still uh, have to watch that. It's uh it's, it's not my favorite movie, but it has some incredible performances in it. Yeah, that's what I have heard. Um, but yeah, man, and just again, we've said it before, we'll say it again. What a loss. Yeah. And I had a ton of fun watching him in this movie. Yeah. Um so okay. So uh, he goes to Cap, get this man a shield. Yeah. Seemingly, the people who were tasked with providing Captain America a shield did not understand what a shield was, though, because they instead give him like two gauntlets. <laughs> They're like they're like weird like but they're
1: not even they don't fit over his hands. No. they're like there's like they're do you like when you used to Play that game when you were a kid where there was like the sticky this the the sticky pads that you yes. put on your arms yes. and you throw the ball back yes. and forth. You try kind of like it. that. It's one of those things. It
0: is dumb and here's I hate why it's it. dumb. It
1: looks awful. The
0: shield is cool because it's not attached to Captain America. Yeah, these are not cool because they're attached to Captain America. A good example of what like what this is in real life. The shield is a skateboard. And these are roller skates, <laughs> and you know what? Everyone can agree that skateboards are cooler than roller skates because I mean, they are separate from your body. You jump off of them, then you maybe get back on them. That's what the shield is. These are just like I don't know. I can kind of their shield, I guess. I mean, yeah, it's with, stupid. with with it's roller, stupid,
1: you can't pick up your roller skates and hit somebody across the face with. That's them. <laughs> like legitimately <you> know? <laughs> yes, yes, no, that's and that's it's 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 a weird it's a weird decision that I do not I, like at all. I
0: just hate it. I it. Man, it bums me out because I love watching Captain they, America mess dudes it's, up. It's
1: clear that they think like it's cool because he has two of them now, and it's but like it's no, not but cool. he can't throw, this. So <laughs> can't like, throw it. So he's like, he's missing like his entire. He's uh, like, not like
0: kicking it off the his floor. Secondary into weapon jaws. It's yeah. just dumb. It's so dumb. I hate it. Ugh.
1: Um. Anyway, uh, T'Challa is like, we're going to use the full forces of Wakanda to protect Vision and like get this stone out of his head so that we can save Vision's life, even as. Thousands die. So they're buying all uh, this time. They're buying time wow. for Shuri to, to get the thing out. And, like, you have, yeah, you've got all of Wakanda there.
0: So at this time, yeah, Wakanda is fighting. There's this, like, force field up, and Thanos' lieutenants are bringing in all of these monsters.
1: Yeah, the remaining lieutenants. Yeah.
0: And they're trying to get into Wakanda. At some point, they, like, have to open up part of the gate, like, the wall. Yeah. Uh, we're kind of going to get to that, I guess. I, yeah. I don't know.
1: We'll get. Yeah, everyone gets to work. The force field is there. We'll probably we'll touch on that soon because uh, unfortunately we have to head back into space. I like space. I like space too. We're going to go to Vormir this time.
0: Okay, so we're in Vormir, which we know is the location of the Soul Stone. Yeah, and it's Thanos and Gamora, and they're there. They arrive and they meet the keeper
1: of the Soul Stone, and I'm hoping that you can shed some light on this for me because it is uh, it is none other than Red Skull, who is the villain, the like Nazi. German or Austrian villain of uh, <laughs> first Captain Avenger, the First Aven- Captain America, the First Avenger, um, and he at the end of the First Avenger, what happens?
0: He is so he touches the blue stone that's in the Tesseract with his bare hands, okay, and which is, is the space stone, and is liquefied into space. Yeah, uh, in what is easily the best part of that movie?
1: It's a, it's it's like a cosmic horror moment.
0: Oh, it's so it's awesome, cool. and it, the effect on it is top notch. I love it. And so yeah, he gets sucked into space, and we didn't know what happened to him up until now. Yeah, he reappears, and I guess he's now been guarding the soul stone. He's the keeper.
1: Yeah, he's the keeper of the soul stone. But I don't understand, like, how did he get this job? Did he just show up in space, and they were just like, "Hi." He he interviewed. (laughs) That's how you get any job. He sat down. He like he saw the listing, and he was just like, "I don't know if I could do this." And his wife was like, "You can do it," and she was like, "You have all the qualifications, everything." Like, and he's like, "But yeah, but there's somebody else, you know," and she's like. They're going to have to give the job to somebody, honey. You're not you going to get it if you don't not, try. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. She's so supportive. That's great. That's great. Uh, so anyways, Red Skull is like, yo, to get the Soul Stone, you need to go to this bottomless pit, and then you need to sacrifice something that you love.
1: Well, the, you have to go to the, like the, this crevasse over this bottomless yeah, pit. I should say. Which is not actually bottomless, because you see all these bodies at the bottom. Oh, yeah.
0: There are those bodies.
1: Bodies. So yeah, they're at like the top of this cliff, and he's just like, you got to sacrifice someone you love. And Gamora is just, like, starts laughing. she's so, she,
0: like, hilariously oblivious to what is obviously about to yes, happen.
1: She starts laughing because she's like, Thanos, you never loved anybody. So, like, it's impossible for you to get this stone. Your Everything is over at this point. But we know that there are still hours left in this movie. so um,
0: Let's make it happen. Yeah. Uh, Do you want to say what happens here?
1: I mean, Thanos picks up Gamora after shedding a tear and throws her over the edge of the cliff.
0: And you as the audience go, I kind of get it.
1: That's the thing is that like I don't but the performance this is the weird thing is that the man doing in the big purple performance capture suit sells it. He does. And he shouldn't because like logistically I'm like I don't think that Thanos like re, like did he really love Gamora? It's Kimura? really not clear. Like, like
0: I didn't get the sense up until this point that he really loved Gamora. Yeah.
1: But but then he cries a tear and we haven't seen him cry a tear before. And that's like yeah. shorthand. If a man cries a tear, it means that oh, he loves something. He's really
0: feeling it. Yeah. So we, we have to do this, but it's kind of, uh, but it's kind of good. I don't know. Like the, the overarching motion of it, I like. Yeah. The actual implementation.
1: Mm. I could not agree more. It is a very, it is a very complicated feeling scene because yeah. it, it, yeah, it both works and it doesn't work. Um and i'm surprised that it works at all and i almost want to give it points for the fact that like
0: any part of it kind of sticks i mean that's kind of the whole movie yes right yeah. is it like it's a great experiment well and there's too much in it like and yet they almost do it and so like they're so close that it is a success because the idea that they even got this close blows my mind the
1: fact that they have given us enough of thanos like tertiary to yes. all of these yes. other moving parts that we've gotten enough of thanos for him to feel like a character at, at all is Kind of astounding, and I don't really know how they did it. Because again, going through this, assembling this recap, I was just like, "He's not in this movie very much." <laughs> but he is. But he is. But he's not like he's like rarely the f- the sole focal point. Yeah. Of any given scene. Okay. Um. Okay. So that
0: goes down. He's got another stone. He's got he this whole stone. Two stones shy of a full set. Yes,
1: he needs the Time, time. Stone and the uh, Mind Stone.
0: So he needs the one that Strange has and the one that uh, Vision has. Vision
1: has. So he knows that Maw was supposed to get the Time Stone from Strange, so he heads over to, to Titan where uh, he was supposed to meet Maw, except for he doesn't find Maw. Instead, he finds the Guardians and some random kind of Avengers. Earthlings. <laughs> yeah, Earthlings. Um. I like this sequence this a lot, is a actually. great fight sequence I think this is one of the best in the entire series of movies uh, I feel like the stakes are very clear
0: right well and the premise is that they need to get the gauntlet off of Thanos's hand yeah uh and it's like how are they going to do that so they obviously the have a plan in place yes.
1: but like it's unlikely just like we're just going to beat each other until one of us is yes. like in submission it's the opposite of like the hulk versus thor totally. match it is like there's a clear thing that needs to be done physically this thing needs to happen yep. and we need to find a way to make it happen and they almost do right. they just like they just like beat the shit out of thanos until like they kind of like get him you know broken down a bit thanos at this point also like gives his like
0: Justification. I'm evil. Here's what I want to do. Yeah,
1: everything that you talked about, like previously, like about how he just basically wants to have the have so the population.
0: Their plan is basically like Mantis has the ability to like alter people's thoughts by touching their heads and calm their emotions. So she's gonna basically like subdue Thanos by like being on top of his head uh, and like touching putting her him. hands around, yeah. Yeah, on the other side and, of his head, and that's like going to like mentally slow him down so that. Tony and uh, Spider-Man can pull the gauntlet off, and of
1: like hand. and like Strange's cape is getting in there helping, yeah, uh, and keeping like his other hand from being able to get to the gauntlet. So they basically have well, to, like, they're preventing like, him from closing the yeah. gauntlet
0: because he needs it's, to close it to do, right. to yeah, do yeah, magic. You're exactly. right,
1: So he can't close the gauntlet, and they're like they've almost got it. And you're watching it slip, and this is actually some very good CG. Ooh, they did a nice and the, job. The f- the frictive quality of watching very it slip but catches still, yeah. And um, all of this is going on, and, and Quill is just kind of like not quite helping out. He's shit-talking. He's shit-talking. Yeah, which is like not particularly helpful. And Mantis is sorting through Thanos' memories at this exact moment. Mm-hmm. And she comes across something uh, recent, which is the fact that Thanos killed Gamora. And she alludes to this uh, clearly enough so that Quill hears. And this is a great moment.
0: Oh, it's really good. And it also pays off so much Of me hating Quill.
1: It seems as though they picked up on the fact that a lot of people just do not like Quill and they ran with it. And at the same time, this... So,
0: tell us what happens and then we'll talk about... I mean, it's just, you know, Thanos says, like, yeah, I killed Gamora to get this stone and Quill is like but that's the person I love. Yeah. And I I forget exactly. He like Like, fires out and he like punches him and stuff. And so because of that, it breaks Thanos out of his like reverie that he's in this like induced reverie that Mantis has him in. And he like regains control of his body and this allows him to destroy these people. He just like messes them up. He like causes another planet to collide on top
1: of Tony or like an asteroid or something. It's like, it's a hundred percent like a final fantasy. Oh
0: yeah. It is totally wild.
1: Um, and he basically conquers everybody, and then, like, Tony is on death's door. He, like, stabs Tony Yeah, he through, put,
0: he puts a rod through Tony. Through
1: Tony, like, through Tony's abdomen. Tony's, like, about to die, and he's about to kill him, and Steven says, stop, I will just give you the stone. Yeah. Um, no tricks. No tricks. And he, true enough, he gives Thanos the time stone, and uh, Thanos pieces out, and Tony is, and everybody is just like, why'd you do that? Yeah. And Stephen Strange is just like, I am mysterious. I'm a wizard. I don't need, I have my reasons. I am a wizard. Frodo Baggins. <laughs> uh, exactly. Uh, I think that this scene is super interesting though, because as much as it make, it justifies our hate for Peter Quill, I think it also humanizes him.
0: I, I feel it. And it solves
1: it solves the problem of Peter Quill. It does. Which is that like, I hate him. And in part, I hate him because he doesn't feel like a real character. He just feels like someone who like has character traits but like they don't coalesce and this is like makes them coalesce for yeah, me.
0: I think this is a, it's a really good turn. Yeah. And it's a nice way to like put our heroes at the darkest moment. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? After what seemed like they were about to triumph, like very sharp. Um, but now Thanos is gone. <laughs> and yeah, so he leaves because he has all but one of the stones. Obviously he's going to come for vision. Yeah. And now we return to earth in Wakanda where vision is being operated on by Shuri. Can she do it fast enough? I don't know. We, I mean, everybody's fighting these monsters. They have
1: to yeah. lower, they have to lower like the force field because they don't want to be surrounded and have like Wakanda proper attack. They yeah. want to try and keep it like funneled. And
0: they want to like force them in or something. Yeah. There's a great shot of uh, Captain America and Black Panther running in a group of people where they're just running faster than everyone. Yes. And that will, I will never get tired of it. Yeah, I always I'm just like they run so fast. Yeah,
1: they're just like at, they're just 100 going faster uh mbaku is there yes of course as well like um you got you got like all the uh, okoye is also there leading the uh the wakandan army like you got all the greatest hits um <laughs>
0: of every other movie especially black panther Black Panther,
1: especially uh so there's uh there's all this fighting going on proxima midnight is taken out by one of those they have like these like weird um the aliens have like these weird like Transports that have like spike wheels, yeah. And Scarlet just, like, Witch
0: blows one up with yeah. her mind, which is
1: we don't know what how how she works. Scarlet
0: Witch's powers are like my biggest issue of this entire th- series. Like they are so nebulous. Well, it's, un- it's
1: unclear like how she compares to St- Stephen Strange. He is a wizard, and she is a witch. And he had
0: the Time Stone, and she seems occasionally to be more powerful than him. She can just,
1: yeah, she can just blow things up. I think that she is also technically a mutant, and they just can't use that word because of licensing stuff. They can now because they now own Fox. Fox. But at the time that this came out, they they couldn't, especially at the time that they introduced her character. Mm, That's interesting. So, like, I think that they had trouble defining it because they also couldn't define, like, what a mutant is. Um, But anyway, Proxima Midnight is, like, taken out by, like, Natasha and I think it's Okoye, like, team up, and they take out Proxima Midnight. So Carrie Coon is turned into, like, Blue Goo. Um, yeah, she gets, like, liquefied. Yeah. Groot, Rocket, and Thor arrive, and they get in on the action, Thor just, like, calls down lightning with his new axe. Awesome shot. Great shot. Awesome shot. Great shot. Um, is the, Did I make this up, or is there a sequence where Cap and Thor compare beards, or at least, like, acknowledge that they both have uh, beards? beard? There, or that, there like, is like, a sequence. Cap has a beard now?
0: Y- yeah, where it's, like, something like, you took my beard hey, or something. Yeah, yeah. There's some, it, it's good. It's very good. I like Captain America with the beard. I do too. Big
1: fan. I dig it. I hope it sticks around. Solid beard. Um, meanwhile, Shuri still hasn't had enough time and like Obsidian Glaive shows up. I thought he was dead, but maybe he didn't die. Who knows? Maybe there's five of them. And I just can't
0: remember. There's a lot of those evil wizards. Yeah.
1: The evil the evil space wizards uh, come in. He shows up and a battle ensues. But like, so Shuri's in danger and Vision has to like break out of this thing and he just like takes out um, Obsidian Glaive. Um, so he like saves the others but he's like now we don't have time to do this and he says to scarlet witch he's like you need to just kill, kill me because thanos also comes in i'm sorry i forgot that thanos comes in at this point <laughs> yeah and they're all just like fighting thanos and like like keeping him distracted oh, we should
0: say that banners and all of this but he's wearing he's the like the oh, iron yeah. man suit that turns him into a hulk sized iron man yeah that's he, al- that's also happening you, he, that's he all you need to know too. he's punching people yeah. that's what you need to know
1: um and in any case uh He's actually in like this water area at one point, but that's not like the water area where the where the combat, the ritual combat happens, right? Okay. Um, So in any case, like Thanos shows up and they're all keeping him busy, and Vision is like, Wanda, you need to just like destroy the stone. It's gonna kill me, but you just need to do it because we can't let him get it. So Scarlet Witch like is like power fusing the stone, filling it with so much power it's gonna explode, and it explodes, and the uh, the Mind Stone. Is no more. And so and, it seems like we win. And Vision falls over dead. Yeah. Uh, it seems like we win. Thanos throws some people off and then he just like walks over and he just like turns the dial, turns back
0: time. Because he has the time stone. So yeah. he can do this Doctor Strange trick. Reverses time, grabs the stone, puts it in the gauntlet. He oh, takes wait. A,
1: Vision dies twice. <laughs>
0: yes. Oh, wait. Maybe we're actually going to get out of this because Thor is there. Yeah. And he throws the axe gets him like in the shoulder in the or something. chest or something chest, i think yeah. it's the chest
1: and then thanos like he gets down and he's just like i'm gonna kill you and thanos is like you should have you should have gone for the head or something like yeah. that and uh he lifts up the gauntlet and he snaps his fingers and everyone's like why do you do that? Is the musical
0: number beginning i wish instead it is bad for everyone
1: yes half of the population of the entire universe Presumably, dies. Turns to dust. Turns to dust. Um, and we start, uh, we start actually with in Wakanda with Bucky is I think the first one. He's like walking Bucky, along. Bucky, looking, he's who, just like looking at his arm. They
0: did my guy Bucky wrong in this. They did him dirty because Bucky has this sick arm, and in this entire movie, he just shoots a machine gun yeah, at people. It's very he dumb. is never he punching use anyone. The gun, and doesn't use I'm, the arm. I'm just into the arm. Like, I don't understand. He's
1: using the wrong guns. Yeah, they give that man guns. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It is the wrong I like, decision I like I wish they'd been like get this man a gun and given him an <laughs> Give arm. The arm. I know. <laughs> oh man.
1: Um Bucky turns <laughs> into he disintegrates into dust, followed quickly by T'Challa and then Groot and then Scarlet Witch and then Birdman Sam, which is a hard one. I know, dude. Uh because Uzi's dropped to the ground right. unused. <laughs> Uh, and meanwhile, up on Titan, we see uh, Mantis and Drax and Quill all turn to dust, followed quickly by Strange. And then, of course, a staggering Peter Parker approaches Tony and says, I don't feel so good, Mr. Stark. Oh. And you know it's coming because of the memes. The yeah, memes I, have told us the all only me- this. This
0: is like the only real... like Honestly, I've avoided all other spoilers like about like how this all plays out, except for this. I mean, it's impossible. <laughs> I know. It's everywhere. But it, it
1: still lands because I think Tom Holland is very good. And the character of Spider-Man, being reminded that Spider-Man is a kid, never... Never ceases to get well, right?
0: and it's great, like I was saying i I realized afterwards I feel like it's like an inversion of the uncle Ben thing, yeah, which you don't get in these movies' like point. the uncle Ben thing it is like off camera for these movies
1: it is a, you're exactly right, it is a complete inversion of that i'd not thought and of it, that, but that's
0: like perverse because it's like. It, it relies on you. They didn't even tell you that. They just yeah. know that you know that as a person in society. You've so seen Uncle Ben die like
1: four times <laughs> yeah. already, so you At know what's going to happen.
0: You know the Uncle Ben dies like that, and so then to, to have it happen kind of in reverse is really smart. It
1: is, and Tony's like
0: inability to do anything. Yes, exactly, just like total hopelessness. Um, Helplessness, I should say. Yeah.
1: So we watch all of these people turn to dust. Um, those who remain include Tony, a nebula on Titan, and then down in Wakanda we have uh Banner, Mbaku, uh, Okoye, Rhodey, Rocket, Steve, Cap'n, <laughs> Natasha, and Thor. So we basically have the original team. Is uh, the original Avengers are left?
0: Yeah, we kind of do. Yeah, those who those
1: who uh, were there to begin with. Um, and at this point, at the end of the movie, we cut to a beautiful scenic hut overlooking some mountains. And uh, Thanos, <laughs> what is this face you're making? I'm just like, uh, I'm like, it's good. It's is, very good. I'm
0: scrunching my face up, like I'm hearing a really hard metal riff. But yeah. what I really mean is just like, it's good.
1: Thanos just like comes out of this hut and he sits down and he uh he watches the sunrise
0: and he like breathes out. Yeah. Then we cut to credits and the credits in this one, unlike all the other Marvel movies, not an elaborate credit sequence. Just no like, no illustration. White titles, black yeah. background. It's like a Woody Allen movie, suddenly. Yeah, yeah, like and and you are like, you know, obviously we're going to get out of this. These people are going to come back. Yeah. so Some percentage of these people. I don't know what, you know what I mean? Like, does everybody? I have no idea. But at the same time, you do definitely leave it feeling like, oof, that is bad. Yeah. Like, this is not a good situation.
1: This, this, I mean, I think The Empire Strikes Back, very strong movie, but this also makes The Empire Strikes Back look weak in comparison as far as like, well, not, not as a movie, but yeah, as far okay. as like stakes go.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah. it's insane and it seems so insurmountable cuz like and also the idea that Thanos is just like completely indifferent to it that he's just on this like other planet living in a hut. I mean, he can finally relax cuz he did his job. He yeah. did the work that he and it like it really drives home the
1: point that like for Thanos, this is not gleeful. This is not something he enjoys. No, no. It's something that he is tasked himself with doing. Yeah. And as much as I think that that is like out of character with the kind of like the Thanos that they set up mm-hmm. previously in the previous movies, like I think that it works here. I think it's really good, and I think that like I, it's it's a very it's a very strong ending, and I say that as someone who is at the same time extremely critical of the fact that they killed all these characters that they're just going to bring
0: back. I kind of like it though because like it it's definitely
1: it's as comic book as it gets, and
0: it just like leaves the world in a place. Where I don't, I don't know what will happen next, and yes. I appreciate that. I, I think, like that feeling. I
1: think that it is both like it ups the stakes enormously, and it's not like at the end of Empire Strikes Back we don't we think that like that's the end of Han Solo. We'll never right. see that guy again. Right. So I think that like it's okay to one degree or another. I do think that. Um, Comic books have such a history of cheating, of like having characters cheat death. Oh yeah, that like well, you know they're is, not dead. It is both winking, yeah, and I, but but I think that the way that it sells it is the trauma of having to see like Peter Parker die. Well,
0: that, yeah, that Captain America sees Bucky die again. Yes, yeah, not that they have to lose them. <laughs> not good for that dude. So
1: I hope that, I, I think I hope that the the End Game leans into that a bit. Um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see like how how that is all handled. I also like, I'm very curious how Thanos' story. Is I want to see how they get him back. I will say Endgame is the one that I know the least about out of all of these. Cause it nothing. was a, right
0: around that time that that movie came out that we finally decided that we were, yeah, do we this. went on lockdown. Yeah. I'm just, um, yeah, I, uh, I guess we should just say, Matt, what did you think of this movie?
1: I think it is a, um, it is not the strongest Russo brothers movie it it's not even. I I don't think it's as strong as Winter Soldier. Even, but like I think it's as good a movie as could have been made or could be asked <laughs> of of I, anybody to make with given these
0: standards. It's it's, it's incredible that it came out the way. I fit. think it is like a towering achievement. Yeah, that kind of has a ceiling on how good it could possibly be. Yes, and like that's and like
1: this is they. To beat civil war is always going to be. They're not you can't beat civil because war. civil war has like you actually you have two characters that you invested in equally, and you've and spent you, so much time with watch them. And you spent th- so much time with them, and you watch them, and you both have ideologies that you completely kind of understand and sympathize yeah, with, yeah, yeah. regardless of who you are more for. It's very difficult to sympathize with Thanos.
0: You can go like you don't. You, I don't. It wants you to sympathize with him, but you don't really. You just kind of have some level of understanding on yes, him, yeah, which I, is not the same.
1: No, exactly. I agree, and it's like it's not even. It's not even. He's not quite like it. Doesn't pull off. It has similarities, but doesn't pull off the whole Killmonger thing. No, no, no. Black Panther, because although they give him, they give Thanos, I think, more character work than they give Killmonger. A little bit, better for probably. Worse. Yeah. Like, um, it's not like because we don't ever see Killmonger sacrifice something, right? Mm-hmm. That actually feels like a sacrifice, and they very much want us to see Thanos sacrifice something. Yeah. Whether you buy it or not. But, oh man, it's it's interesting, nonetheless. Like, the whole movie is, as an experiment, I'd say a successful experiment.
0: Oh, definitely. Like, I am consistently impressed
1: by it. And I'm so glad that they didn't give it to Joss Whedon to do.
0: Oh. The Russo brothers know how to make these movies. Yeah. And so I want them to keep doing that. Like, I, I like that they had this chance, and I like that they got to finish this thing out. It's just a, it's a weird thing, because, like, I honestly don't know how I f- feel about it
1: it's going to be a hard one to place because i i certainly like enjoyed watching it and i enjoyed watching oh, it yeah. more than more than some and less than others but like it is it is a huge accomplishment
0: well and it's so it's also difficult because like it's such table setting yeah that's true that like so much of it it's like this is really half a movie mm-hmm. sort of and also it's its own movie so i don't know um i guess we should just say right now like the post credit sequence
1: it's uh it's Maria Hill and uh, Nick Fury driving through traffic when all of a sudden like a helicopter crashes into a building and then some cars crash. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. It's very well done for a post credit sequence. They put some time into it and uh, Maria Hill starts disappearing like or turning into dust and then Sam Jackson also starts doing so and like he's like, oh, I only have the last second to do something. And he pulls out a beeper.
0: And uh, also uh, sends a message. Yeah, sends a message with uh, some foul language. Oh, um, right. But anyways, yeah, he like sends a message, so somebody got the word out to somebody. But um, you don't know, and you don't know what the you symbol you see on the beeper means. Yeah, you don't know what the... I do. Oh, do you? Yeah. I mean, if you, if maybe, you follow maybe, Marvel yeah, comics, you know. Yeah, what it maybe is. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Oh well. I won't tell you. Don't worry. I'm sure they'll tell me. <laughs> you'll you'll know pretty soon. Okay. Uh. But yeah, I guess. I'm really impressed by this movie. Yeah, I, I am too. I, I it's almost it's almost like the way that sometimes you know you can be impressed by like I don't know, something very large. Like if you show me an aircraft carrier I go like Wow that the is people built that phys- yeah like yeah. that is physically insane. Do I like that we're spending all of this money on this weapon of war? No like I have mixed feelings about like the actual like thing that it is but it's insane that money made that And
1: God if and you that people if you, were organized <laughs> enough to get this
0: thing done. And if you sat down and said like I need to be able to land planes on a boat, this is definitely the best yeah, version of that is, you can possibly like the, make. The
1: plumbing system might be so fucked up right. that,
0: like, none of it works correctly,
1: and you can't, like, fix it without dismantling the entire aircraft But it would be carrier. so hard to get that right. But, like, yeah, be, <laughs> who, who would possibly be able to do that? Right. Like, this is the best version of it that you could ever build.
0: And so it's, like, a weird thing where I... I I just don't know how good it can be as a movie, but it is really good as the it, movie it can be. Yeah,
1: it is it is a hard one to review. There's a part of me to, that just like wants to say that I feel like I've actually said everything I feel about this movie. I feel I, kind of the same way. I think I'll like, have more to say like, about it
0: after the next one. Yeah.
1: It, yeah, this, that's very true. I think that we have we like we made our we made a few notes like while we are recapping it, but I I kind of have don't don't have much to say other than that like I'm surprised that they pulled it off as much as they did.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I felt kind of just like a little shell shocked at the end, which I think they want you to feel. You know, I mean, yeah. just kind of just like, whoa. They like I feel like they went for it. They did it. Yeah. It's good. It's bold. Uh I have
1: I'm glad that they're doing the next one too.
0: Oh dude. I mean, th- if they, they were doing the next, next one, one yeah. I don't even know.
1: No, I it's it's hard to imagine anyone else helming these after <laughs> having seen winter soldier and that's uh, it and civil war Well, and
0: just like even that's like the minor bits of action that they do they're just so well directed yeah that to see anybody else do it i'm just like come on i know what's out there yeah don't don't play with me this way yeah uh man we have ant-man and the wasp next let's rank this movie okay read us the current canonical and absolutely factual ranking of the marvel movies matt
1: here's the current ranking at number one, we have Captain America Civil War. At number two, Iron Man, the first Iron Man. At number three, we have Black Panther. At number four, we have Spider-Man Homecoming. At number five, we have Captain America, the Winter Soldier. At number six, we have the original Guardians of the Galaxy. This feels so high. At number seven, we have The Avengers. At number eight, we have Iron Man 3. At number nine, we have Avengers Age of Ultron. At number 10, we have Doctor Strange. At 11, we have Thor, the Dark World. At 12, we have Captain America, the first Avenger. At number 13, we have Iron Man 2, the keystone for all of these films. The most important film in the universe. At number 14, we have Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> I can't. I'm surprised we haven't received, like, Come at me, haters. <laughs> yeah, they haven't gotten mail or something. Though. Well, that's
0: because nobody listens. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 Write us, won't you? uh. At number 15, we have uh, Vanilla Thor. At number 16, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. At number 17, we have Ant Man.
0: Will they turn it around with the
1: sequel? <laughs> Same director. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no. And then at number 23, we have The Incredible Hulk. Woo! Steadfast and <laughs> powerful. So I feel like this one belongs somewhere above um, the first Avengers and below. S- Black Panther for sure, but I would also say maybe I Spider-Man put this
0: Homecoming. above Guardian, Guardians,
1: above Guardians under Winter Soldier. Yeah. I like, it.
0: <laughs> we always act like it's going to be this incredibly protracted, knockdown down drag-out fight, and well, then we don't have differences of opinion. <laughs> we have had them, though. There's been yeah, a few. There not, been a few. Not, on, not on the Russo Bros, though. No, I think
1: Iron Man 3 was a was a tough one. Oh,
0: there were some contentious ones yeah, in
1: here. Yeah, there have there, been some fights. See our back catalog for some of those. But, uh, yeah, I definitely. <laughs> those I, are the ones with the explicit tag.
0: The, you know what the problem is? This is, like, a much more impressive movie than Winter Soldier, right? Yes. But, like... It's not a better movie. It doesn't have that highway sequence and yeah. it it's so big that it almost can't be as good. Too big to succeed. Sort of. Like banks. Like yeah. well, it's sort of like if I go to a racetrack and I build a really fast semi truck, I'm not gonna win the race, but everybody's gonna go, That's a fast truck. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, yeah. I think that you just you just translated this to a group of our listeners. That yeah, I would have all of
0: our bros who go to Talladega.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna reassemble this list. Okay,
0: please read us the updated, canonical, and most factual list that ranks the Marvel films and Marvel f- <laughs>
1: the Marvel movies, <laughs> the MCU. The uh, at number one we have Captain America: Civil War. At number two we have Iron Man: The First Iron Man. At number three Black Panther. At number four Spider-Man: Homecoming. At number five, we have Captain America the Winter Soldier. At number six, we have Avengers Infinity
0: War. Why are you talking like this?
1: At number seven, we have Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> At number eight, we have The Avengers, the first Avengers. At number nine, we have Iron Man 3. At number 10, we have Avengers Age of Ultron. At number 11, we have Doctor Strange. At number 12, we have Thor the Dark World. At 13 is Captain America the first Avenger. At 14 is Iron Man 2. At 15 is Thor Ragnarok. At number 16 is Thor. At number seventeen is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. At eighteen is Ant Man. At number twenty-three we have The Incredible Hulk starring Tim Roth.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that concludes our list. All right, man. Uh, Yeah, I like this movie a lot. I Mm -hmm. can't wait to see the next one. It got me hyped for. Oh, uh, dude, the idea
1: that I that there's that the other half of the movie is still out there waiting to be watched.
0: Well, and that they give you Ant Man in between is Uh, that's a it is it is so baffling to me just as a decision i'm I, having I, trouble with
1: it i have heard that it is a, a form of torture it is too, especially if they make you wait like a year
0: oh yeah i mean and you're thankfully we do not have that yeah. problem but good god all right man uh we promised people video games we did
1: uh what have you been playing recently i've been
0: playing tony hawks pro skater one plus two I have never heard of this is this a new game? Uh yeah, so you're a pro skater by the name of Tony Hawk, the Birdman. An- Anthony Hawk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one Anthony Hawk. Uh well you you actually any number of pro skaters or a created skater.
1: Oh but, really, you can make your own?
0: Oh yeah. Well actually that's like a huge part of the game now, which you couldn't do in the first or second one I don't think previously. Yeah.
1: Um, I think in Underground I remember you uh, Yeah, it, t- it
0: wasn't until later that you made your own person, yeah. but now in this one you can make your own person and there's like all these challenges to earn all this like gear to deck them out the way you want. Um, I actually like playing as the pro skaters, but then, man, this game's incredible. Those games are incredible. They feel like nothing else. They feel better than everything else. And if you ever, ever enjoyed a Tony Hawk game, you should definitely play these. If you've ever not played a Tony Hawk game and you've always kind of been like, I, people seem to like those games more than I would expect. Hey, go play this game. It's amazing. It's it, really, really has good. Has
1: it changed much? Because it, it's obviously like a remaster, but if they changed it mechanically at all?
0: uh, They added moves from the later games. So you can do manuals and reverts which you otherwise couldn't do in one and two
1: does that change it significantly
0: would you say yeah hugely okay but in a a better way yeah because without those you do a trick and that's the end of the combo yeah and that was like kind of fun because that's like real skating yeah but with those you can do infinite combos which is like the whole point of the game is that you link your tricks together with Mm -hmm. manuals or reverts to manuals
1: i remember borrowing this game from a friend i don't think i never owned a copy but i borrowed one i borrowed it from a friend and just like putting it on and just listening to the music oh i mean don't
0: worry superman is in
1: there oh that's the one i remember oh it's good it's a great game everybody check it out go get it i'm gonna i'm gonna get it in like some dark hour during COVID. cop it
0: (laughs) anyways what have you been playing
1: um i uh i've been playing some modern warfare
0: heck yeah. yeah
1: with you sometimes at night i know we we dive in there with our our team and uh we get a get a w every so often yeah we do because we're professionals.
0: We're very good at Modern Warfare Warzone.
1: <laughs> until we get too good and then we enter a class in which we can't compete <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah, we like
0: level out of our abilities yeah. and get just destroyed.
1: This is frequent. I also learned that my controller was broken. Oh, uh, your had controller a new was new broken. Yeah, yeah, so that increased my abilities for a short time until I habituated to it and now I'm just back where I was. You leveled up and then they yeah.
0: slapped you down.
1: Um so I was getting kind of tired of like all of the all like the okay. and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, the and murder. So I was just like reading randomly about like various games that were coming out. And I found, I heard about this indie game called spirit fair that's made by a studio called thunder Lotus games. I think it's their first game. Okay. Um, and it's, uh, It's like a side-scrolling mix of Metroid and a management sim, so it's like Harvest Moon meets Metroid. I like that. But it is also very chill. It doesn't lock you out of things. It's like it doesn't like you don't get penalized for taking too long for something, Mm -hmm. Um, and that's very important because this game is meant to be like a very kind of like slow, relaxing game about death. Mm. Um, Because your goal in this game, you play. this, uh, young woman who takes over for Sharon, the, uh, the boat dude who took people back and forth across the river sticks. sticks. And so you take over for that, for that role. So like the best way of explaining this game is that it's like a large metaphor for being a hospice
0: worker. Fun. This was your choice to get away from all the death. It is. It really reframes
1: a lot of (laughs) like the way that we think about death in, um, at times i think it thinks it's more affecting than it is but uh-huh. at the same time i do uh, for a lot of people clearly it is very affecting sure sure um i've read reviews about this that it like, like it has helped people like really process oh, some cool. stuff and i think that that's that's very important and that's good i'm glad that there's a space in games for that oh. and i have found it very moving i think that like there's some diminishing returns to it mm. but like i find it i have found it like relatively moving especially in the early goings um because you essentially you ferry these people around um mm-hmm. they're all represented by animals but they're all people that you had known previously in life. So they, there's like your uncle is there, oh, I see. or like uh, an old friend that you met once. And you get you just kind of like travel with them, and you kind of like make food for them. And sometimes you have to travel to a new island to complete like a mm-hmm. small quest for them. Like they want to go and meditate somewhere, they want to go visit an old lover or something like that. Um, but the thing that's really remarkable about it is that its treatment of these characters is extremely unsentimental for the most part. Mm-hmm. So there's this um, this one character who has dementia. She's like an older she's an older sure. w- woman uh, represented by a hedgehog. So she's basically like Jemima Puddle Duck or whatever from Beatrix Potter. Beatrix Potter. Um, but like she's uh, she's has dementia, and there are moments when she's very cruel towards your character. Mm-hmm. Like you can hugging is a mechanic in this game, sure and you is. can try and hug her, and she'll just like rebuff you and just say like Did you know that sometimes you can be a little overwhelming and that you can be like a little oppressive? Uh-huh. And so there are these these moments where it like kind of keeps the sentimentality in check in very interesting ways. Yeah, like the, people
0: act like people rather the, than exactly. like stand-ins for some emotional thing that they're trying to get out of you.
1: Exactly. That's cool. Um yeah, it's very cool. And I've it's it at the same time also like a very chill management sim because <laughs> it is largely about making food and growing plants. You like on your ship you have like, you know, an orchard and a garden. I so see where you like grow these plants. Interesting. And the animations are very strong too. There's a cat that you have that follows you around and the loading screen is just the cat playing with a ball oh fun and it's uh, fantastic it's like a silhouette of the cat just uh-huh. like rolling around with a ball like a cat would with a ball of yarn oh, it's I love very it. good um i i really recommend it if you kind of want like if you like me enjoy management sims but you kind of also don't like the idea that they punish you for not mm. getting your crops on time or something like that. Sure. Like a good example of this in this game, you cook food, and I was terrified the first few times that I cooked food that if the timer went off and I wasn't there to get it immediately, it would burn. Mm-hmm. You can spend the night sleeping <laughs> and just keep that thing going, and it never burns. Gotcha. So it's really it's 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 a sweet game. It's a very sweet game. I recommend cool. it. Yeah, I've I've really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Well, it seems like we're on opposite sides of the spectrum there. With a w- one of us is working out our thumbs, and the other one is working on our mind. <laughs> Working on ourselves.
1: Forever.